Blog Talk Radio. Peace, love, and blessings, everyone. Welcome back to Keeping It Complex, where living peacefully in a complex world is the only place to be. I'm your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm grateful for you wanting to come in this safe space with me. Tonight on Keeping It Complex, we got Alchemist in the building. I see him in the queue. I'm about to bring him on. But before I start the show, don't get it twisted. This ain't self-love. It's my rehab no more, but I still need you to always tune in and love yourself. Peace, peace. Alchemist, how you doing tonight? Peace. Good evening. What's going on with you? Nothing much, nothing much. I'm so glad to have you on here. I'm honored to do this interview with you. I know it's going to be a gem dropper that I'm going to listen back to years from now, <laughs> years and years. Yeah, um, I appreciate you having me, you know, so I'm honored that you have me on your platform and just taking the time to share the energy space, and it's going to be dope for real. One day, one day, yes, it's going to be one to remember. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Okay. okay, so before we get into it, I like to – do something. I just I just switched it up. So you're gonna be the first person that I switch it up on, but I got you, okay? So I used to yes, do ma'am. the affirmation <laughs> I used to do the affirmation towards the part where we would do simulate your mind, but I think that I wanna bring it in at the beginning because we about to release a lot. All today. right. So can you repeat after yes, me? Ma'am. I am open minded. Mm-hmm. I am open minded. I am open minded. I am open minded. I am safe. I am ready to release and receive. I'm ready to release and receive. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so let's do a self-check-in. Um, this is just a question I like to ask my, you know, people that come on. It's like a little icebreaker just to get you started. What have your thoughts been like lately within the last week? Uh, my thoughts have been uh, very optimistic, uh, just continuing to just build, you know, my foundation not only outside but within, but uh, my thoughts have been yeah. um, very uh, optimistic and prosperous. Awesome, awesome. I love that. Same here, same here. It's been a lot of gratitude for growth, you know, thinking about how right. far I've come and trying to live in the present Amen. moment. And honestly, Alchemist, you are definitely doing a great job. I met you, I think, last year at uh, Melissa's yeah. first open mic that she had at Keisha's Kitchen. Very talented, man. So we're going right. to go right into it. <laughs> So Definitely you guys have been seeing that. the flyers. Yes, yes, no problem. Um, so you mm-hmm. guys have been seeing the flyers that I've been sharing on the story all week. It's called The Way We Love. I'm about to interview Alchemist on basically the difference. You know, I don't want y'all to feel like you're about to give up the guy code. This is just to really get an understanding of there is a difference between how men and women love. So we're going to get right into it. So first question. Right. Um, in your personal opinion, do you believe there's a difference between the way a man and a woman loves? And please go into detail. All right, so um, I'm gonna just I'm gonna start off by saying that, like, uh, I, it, the dynamic of how they love is different. I feel like it's always down to the individual because I feel like it's not so much about the gender. Like, if you want to talk about like, like if you if we want to say like, okay, a woman's role is to be more emotionally intuitive and a man's role is to kind of like provide a logical structure. You see what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to how we love, it really has everything to do with the individual and how we love ourselves. And I believe that you can only love someone else as deep as you love yourself. I feel like um, it starts as an individual thing, right? And see, the, the way that women love is through their emotions, through their nurturing, 
Um, they don't mm-hmm. love like through like logic in a sense. Um, but uh, a woman does have masculine and feminine energy. It's just not her nature to operate out of masculine energy. That's when it starts to affect her nature. Um, mm-hmm. For a man, we are well. We tend to love more in a logic sense. Um, but we can love from an emotional sense as well, because it's like I, like I said again, it's all about how uh, in depth we are with ourselves. So I feel like man yes. and woman are capable of loving hard. It's just all it's just about the individual and, and how deep they uh, are with, within themselves. And I feel like a man can have the emotional and the and the logic, and a woman can also have the emotional and the logic. But when you have knowledge of yourself and you understand the polarities of how it works y'all could be uh, there for each other and have a cohesive relationship because I feel like a relationship is two people that come together and work together, not because of gender or roles. It's because it's two people that genuinely love each other and they want to be each other's support system, and they actually put the effort in. You know what I'm saying? So I think that mm. we do love equally. It's just sometimes it depends on how we decide to show that love. And nine times out of ten, the natural way is a woman more so shows her love through the way she nurtures you and she multiplies and creates the atmosphere that the man has to set. And a man normally would show his love by, you know, providing for her, being there for her, you know, uh, making sure that things are all right, you know, and just providing mm. the structure she needs to feel, the security that she needs to feel in order to be her natural self. And, and as men need to understand that if we don't create the structure for a woman to feel that security, um, it, it's, it's, it's not, it, it doesn't really help. And then, you know, mm. with, the, with the woman, like, understanding that, like, sometimes with men, they will suppress their emotions if they don't know how to express them. So it, it, it really, mm. like I said, again, it really just boils down into the individual and how they are with themselves. Because at the end of the day, it's like, I don't know how you can really love somebody else if you don't love yourself and, and know how to do that. Because how can you express to your partner how you're feeling or, or certain things yes. like that when things aren't going good. So you, it, it's like almost like a joint responsibility when it comes to that. Mm. But, um, you know, I'll... yeah, you know what I mean? I, I mean, that that's just a general, like, you know, like, that's just like a general point of view. But, like, you want to, like, break it down into, like, a let's take it to the surface level for a second, right? So, like, mm-hmm. um, a woman would show her the way she loved you by, uh, you know, okay, my man he goes to work. He handles his business. I'm going to, like, hag him about handling his business. So I'm going to make sure when he comes home, he's going to have a clean house. You know, I, I make sure that I handle my business as far as making sure he comes home to, you know, uh, a quiet, just cool atmosphere. Because I believe, like, the men set the tone or the lead, mm-hmm. and then the woman creates the atmosphere from that tone that that man sets. So as long as we understand mm-hmm. our role, you know, it makes it easier for a woman to end to enter hers because it's kind of like almost like we have to set the tone. And if you look at a mm-hmm. lot of like uh, situations, it's really like the, the, we have to set the tone for a woman to create the atmosphere. If the woman has to create, if the woman has to set the tone, then it takes her out of her natural state of being in her feminine energy. And when a woman is tied up in her masculine energy too much, she loses the nature of her being. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's a such thing as toxic masculinity and toxic femininity. And man and woman can both possess that. Because it's not about gender, it's about yes. the individual. Mm, yes. So you definitely Alchemist, have to do, you, you know. You really just you really just dropped a lot of gems. And the part that really spoke out to me is when you said, like, um, 
when a woman has to master in her masculine energy, it's hard for her to give that nurturing side. And it made me think about, like, um, the balance has been lost because, like, you know, it's a lot of either single fathers or a lot of single mothers raising a child. Mm -hmm. child. I've seen this TikTok video the other day where this guy was saying that him and his sister grew up in the same household, but the way they live now, you would think that, you know, they came from two different backgrounds because at 16, his sister got a job, but at 16, his mom was still taking him everywhere, washing his clothes. Like, he didn't know what responsibility was. And I just say that to say that a mom, you know what I'm saying, can coddle the son, but where is the father at to give that safe space, you know what I'm saying, for the yeah, female? Because, like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard for us to... It's it's hard for us to know when it's safe, you know what I'm saying, with a man. And I mm. feel like a man not having that father either, you know what I'm saying, something like because We it never really talk up. about it. Uh, yeah, we never really yeah. talk about the toxic mom that, that, that makes them shut down and everything. So it's like you come into this relationship, the woman wants the man to open up, but he doesn't know how to because he told he, he told. Right. He's told he's a pussy if he does, or he, you know, his back against right. the wall. And then this girl wants Talking to feel safe, but yeah, this girl wants to feel safe. But at the same time, she knows that this man is still trying to develop who he is because being coddled, you can't really find out who you are when you have someone always doing stuff for you. Yeah, so that goes into my next you question shield, for you. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, keep well, going, real keep quick, going. I just want to ask on what you just said. So, and mm-hmm. that's where we have to understand that a man is not really supposed to be coddled. He you can nurture a man, but you gotta let him go out and feel like they have to feel like and know how to yes. go against adversity. When you coddle a child, yes. you're you're kind of giving them a disservice because you're not allowing them to like know what it is to accept a challenge and to be able to go through that challenge and see it through and grow from it. So sometimes we as parents can be overprotective when we're really cheating our children out of lessons that help build them yeah. up. So I don't really agree with coddling, especially a boy child. It's one thing to nurture them when yes. they're going through their thing, but you've got to let them go through the fire so they can be able to be that structure builder. And for a female, the, for a female, it's very important to have the father because the father is what gives them that security. And not only in mm. themselves, but they'll know how to, they'll know like the man that's right for them based on, the, the way that they provide the structure, the security, the emotional support, and everything like that. And it's really, like, the girls really need their fathers in their life consistently. And and it's crazy because, like, with the, with the like, you know, I, I kind of grew up, I, I grew up in a toxic family. So I had mm-hmm. to go through a lot of things to learn on my own at 36, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to just yes. let you go to the next question, you know what I'm saying? Because I okay, feel like sure, this is going to sure. add on to what we're already <laughs> talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Okay, so the next question is, do you think it's best to get advice from a woman or a man about about how a man operates? And the reason why I ask this is because growing up, I got a lot of advice from women in my family, and it came from a place mm-hmm. of being let down. Talk so to- I was told, like, you know, okay. don't, don't don't get a joint account um, with them. Don't tell them how much money you have. Always be prepared to, you know, fix a man's mistakes. And it's like this is from a woman. So, like, do you think it's best to get advice from a woman about how a man operates or from the, the main source itself? All right. So let me just say it like this. The best advice to get from somebody is somebody with a healthy mind and emotional state, mm-hmm. whether it's man or woman, because if the person is toxic, they're only going to give you toxic advice. 
But when you know yes. that somebody has experience with healthy relationships, whether it be men or women, you want to get advice from them because they'll give you healthy advice. People tend to mm. share their traumas without even realizing what they're doing. But I'm going to be honest with you. If you know yourself and you, you, you know, like you just kind of have an idea of, like, the people you're dealing with, and it comes to self-awareness, and then that bleeds into, like, being aware of your surroundings. If you have the right partner, right, y'all could have uh-huh. a joint account without problems. You guys can cohabitate without problems. It's all about a healthy mental and emotional and spiritual state. Whatever religion you decide to believe in, as long as those things are balanced, I believe that you can get advice from a man or a woman because they're going to tell you what's best for you. You know what I'm saying? And not, mm. like, put off their their experiences, their negative experiences on you to scare you out of love because what I'm saying is their experience is not yours. And I feel like That's the hard. best advice to get from somebody is from a couple that are healthy and they can give you good advice where they can tell you, like, you know, it's okay to share a joint account, but just don't share a joint account with a man that's controlling. Or, like, I'm yes. saying, let's say if I had a son and my son came to me and mm-hmm. said, hey, Dad, you know, I just need some advice on, like, relationships. Is like, you know, should I have a joint account with a woman? And I would say like this, it's all about the person you're with. Do you trust this person to be able to have a joint account? Can you guys agree on something without arguing or fighting? Can you guys trust each other to do this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of it, it comes down to you two and how you guys have your relationship. Because a toxic yeah. person can tell you, oh, marriage sucks. But then you'll go to a couple that was married for 45 years, and they'll tell you, like, hey, man, marriage is beautiful, but it takes work. So yes. I'm going to more so take the advice of the couple that actually been through the experience of a relationship, the good and the bad, and managed to make it work because they both understand what a relationship requires. So we have to be careful about who we get information from because sometimes they're just putting off their bad experiences on us to scare us out of probably finding the right thing for us or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think that when it comes mm. down to it, it's all a matter of the how their mindset and their emotional state is. And that is how you'll know. Because you can go to a woman and get advice about men if she's healthy mm-hmm. and if she could be dead on point. You can go to a man right. about women if he's healthy and he could be dead on point about it. But, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, it, it all depends on, like, how healthy their mind and their emotional state is. And – me personally, as long as they have the experience and they show up for it, what they talk about, I'll take advice from a man or woman if they have the, the healthy experience. You feel me? Because sometimes I will yeah. go to a, a woman who, who has the experience, who has the, the, um, like the, the wisdom, and she'll give me advice about like, things about myself as a man that help me become better. You know what I'm saying? And, and, yeah. and same thing with, like, there's certain dudes that, I know that are good men that take care of their families and they, so I learned from both as long as they have a healthy mindset. I tend to try to stay away from people that try to put their bad experiences off on you to try to scare you into repeating the mistakes they made. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Mm. it's a thin line between that. So I would say it's all about their healthy mental and emotional and spiritual state. Then you can get advice from Mm. either one. You know what I mean? Sure. Yes. Thank you so much for that. I definitely like how you put that. Now, you said that, you know, you grew up in a toxic background. That goes into my next question. What learned toxic mm-hmm. behaviors did you pick up as a kid that hindered your growth in relationships? 
Um, I just ghosted my, like, I, honestly, I just, like, I, I, because I was so used to just shutting people out, especially, like, toxic mm-hmm. people, like, I think one thing that I did is just shutting people out, like, just, like, I would, you wouldn't even hear from me anymore, I just blocked you, I just, like, you know what I mean, like, and I could just be very, like, uh, aloof, like, you know what I mean, be there but not there, because dealing yes. with so much toxicity and you can't, like, when you're young, you're defensive. So the only outlet you got is to shut the world out. Like, and then mm. after a while, when you do that so long, you tend to just, you'll just have this thing where, like, you won't talk to nobody for six, seven, eight, nine months. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and, like, I'm starting to realize that, yo, those are, like, toxic traits or, like, you know, uh, just certain things I'll do where it's just be like, I don't want to be bothered by people. I always have this thing where I just don't want to be bothered by nobody. Like, and I'm, I'm just fine in my own shell. But I realized that was because I spent a lot of my type, a lot of my earlier life sitting in this bubble to protect myself from just a bunch of toxic people. But now that I'm yeah. aware of myself and I'm, I'm healed, healed and healthy, I know who to come into my shelf for, and I just know how to set my boundaries and protect them. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So uh, yes. a lot of the toxic traits that I did have were more so like isolation, ghosting, you know, staying to myself, um, and just, like, disappearing off the face of the earth, ignoring people, making people work for my approval because I had people in my life that basically treated me that way. And then when I started realizing things about me, I started, like, just doing the opposite. Like, I don't make people work for my approval. I will be the first mm. one to just say, hey, you know what? I think you're doing a great job. I admire you. I appreciate you for who you are. You know what I mean? I just make the first step. Instead of, like, me trying to, like, back in the day, like, I would make somebody literally, like, go above and beyond and try to, like, prove a point to me. And in, real, mm. in reality, I used to have to do that to my mom and, like, certain people who I thought I cared, like, cared about me. And, you know, it was like no matter what I did, they just never accepted me for, like, who I am. And then, like, um, when it comes to, like, when it, back in, the, like, a long time ago, like, before I became a, a changed man, when I was in my younger years, if it, if it came down to certain women I liked, I would, like, I would I would sell myself overboard like you know what I mean I would I would just kind of like oh my god I would just over advertise myself so much because I didn't have the confidence mm. in myself because I was like never told like yo you know like you know like basically they, you never got positive reinforcement it was always negative negative yes. negative you always doubted yourself you always second guessed yourself you always had self doubt like you always had the negative self talk and it kind of hindered a couple of relationships in my past but. When I look at it, they were all lessons to help me find myself. And then when I became a healed person, which I'm still healing from a lot of things because it comes up, some things just come up at the spur of the moment. Like some things I'm still mm-hmm. unaware of, but at least I have the grounding and the self-awareness and the self-control and the discipline to be able to manage how I respond to things, especially when it just comes up out of nowhere. Because sometimes you yeah. might not be aware that you have abandonment issues until you end up in a relationship with somebody that, continues to abandon you, and then you keep chasing them, buying for their love, not realizing that, oh, shit, this is a lesson about abandonment. Because why? Mm. My dad used to abandon yeah. me all the fucking time. And then turn around and try mm. to be in my life. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the weird shit. It's like, one, it's one thing to sabotage somebody, but it's another thing to sabotage yeah. them and continue to do it to them over and over and over and over and over. And it's like, yo, what the hell? So after a while, somebody got to draw the line. And sometimes I would chase mm-hmm. a female even though I know she's not good for me and let her ruin me just off the fact that I want to prove a point. You know what I mean? Mm. And now I've 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Now I've kind of gotten in, like to this place in myself where it's like, all right, you know, let me just start working on all these traumas. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll be transparent with you. You know, I, I'm into psychedelics. Mm-hmm. I'm microdose, but I haven't really done a lot of that this year. But I know a couple of years back mm-hmm. I had a real – a real like experience to where I had an ego death. And one of the ego deaths that I had was when I was in my uh, experience, I was talking to my spirit guides and my spirit guides was like, yeah, you hold on to a lot of hurt and resentment. And it's because you were bullied mm. your whole life because you were defenseless. But now because you're at the place where you're at with yourself, you don't have to feel that way no more. Let that shit go because it's making you a hard person. And ever since I had that, I worked on letting go of that resentment and just being just like at a, a level of gratitude and appreciation and just taking things as it comes yes. and goes and just protecting my boundaries, you know what I'm saying? And when you actually really start mm-hmm. doing that, it empowers you to be yourself even more and work on yourself. Yes. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Alchemist, Alchemist, I really recommend you. I don't like you right now because you're going to make it hard for me to do these highlights, but it's cool because you got a lot of gems <laughs> in here. But no, I thank you for being so transparent, and I and that's why I host this podcast because I want people to know out there that, that you're not alone. You know, like I'll rip a bandaid off with you too. Yeah. Like some of my toxic traits was people pleasing because I thought if you can't beat them, join them. People pleasing. Um, shutting out people. Yep, shutting out people. I used to I used to put my headphones on and blast my music and tune out the world. And now to this day, I'm learning how to live in the moment because that was such an addiction for me. But when you were saying about like, you know, how you had an, how you had an inconsistent father, we, you know, it goes back to what you said. Like dog, if you really don't love yourself, you can't love somebody else. Like you can't even be for your child because you're trying to find yourself. And a woman had to tell me this about my mom because my mom was, you know, in and out of the streets. She had her demons that she was trying to numb with drugs, you know, men, alcohol, Mm. and, because she was man, trying to find boy, herself, man. yeah, she mm. she couldn't be there for me or my sister, and I held a lot of resentment with her too. But the lady told me, when you're trying to find yourself, all other roles go to the back burner because how can you believe that you are a mother when you've had a mom put you down, when you've had a dad in you know, like that, that left you, when you had a stepdad that molested on you? Yeah, you, when you had a dad molest you, like it's a lot of things, and then, you know, their generation threw a lot of shit in the closet, and they taught us how to... Oh, dog, that generation is stuck on... Oh, my God, they're stuck in the... Like, they are so stuck in their ways that they... You know what they run from? The shadow work. See, our generation is the ones, the ones that choose to do the work. We're the ones that have to break the... So I'm going to share something with you. I'm glad you brought this up. So in 2009, Mm -hmm. one of my biggest themes is breaking the generational patterns. You know, Mm -hmm. I... By me doing that, my life became so much more challenging automatically mm-hmm. because I chose it. I was the sacrificial lamb for my bloodline to break the generation, and I did it. I'm the black sheep of my family. Right. This is not me just saying that. Like, right. I don't, like, it's crazy because people would be like, damn, like, do you even have a support system? Man, the only thing that supports me is my divine relationship with spirit and the universe. Yes. I, I can't, yes. I can't, you know, because at the end of the day, it's like this, like, some days I don't even know how I try because it's it, like for real, for real, it'd be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like when it comes mm-hmm. down to understanding the toxic people in your life, when you, when you realize like, yo, I have to be the one to break the chain, 
Mm-hmm. It's a responsibility it that comes with me. showing up and doing the work. Yo, and it's it it, it's, 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 yeah, like, it's yeah. free. You know, and, and, and the thing is, like, I used to, like, try to work for my mom's approval, and I never used to get it. And then, like, at one time in my life, I used to do that with certain women that I like. And I will always mm. end up getting, like, rejected. And it'd be like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, what it was yes. showing me is that these are the lessons you need to go back to and work on yourself. Work on your abandonment issues. Work on your attachment issues. Work on your daddy issues. Work on your mommy. Because you got them, nigga. But the difference between me and a lot yes. of people is that I hold myself accountable and responsible for my shit and I work on it. I do the shadow work. Yes. I know that our yes. our generation is the ones that have to go through the lessons that's why it's taking us longer to reach our blessings because we have to do the work. We can't skip it. They they don't know any better. They didn't know any better. They can yes. only love us out of the capacity that they know how to love. And that's another thing. Yes. People, yes. people only can love out of the capacity that they can love. And we have to learn how yes. to accept that. And and and, yes. and 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 once we accept that, we will find the people that can love and match the frequency that we're putting out. And it comes with working mm-hmm. on yourself, doing the shadow work. Because guess what? All the treasures is in the shadow work. That part. And honestly, I want to say this before I go on to the next question. Um, no worries. The role, the, the role that we play with our parents is, you know, basically the same role that you're going to pick up with your friendships, your relationships. So you really have Amen. to check on yourself. Um, I created um, this podcast called self Loves My Rehab a while back because, you know, I've mm-hmm. always heard growing up, love yourself. Whenever I got to, like, you know, a lonely place of just wanting to be with somebody, but I never had the example of what loving yourself meant, like, you know, what, what it really meant. So you're right. You do have to really break down the stuff that you struggle with. It's trauma we never asked for, but we got to deal with this shit on our own. But that goes into my next question. Yeah, and it's um, not easy. What do, you, uh, what do you think needs to happen for women and men to have a common ground on understanding each other. Because we just, we just said a lot tonight, you know what I'm saying? And you really paint a picture. So what do you think needs to happen for women, for men to understand why women can't hold themselves accountable? Because I know y'all say that. Or women need to understand why it's not easy for a man to open up at times. What needs to happen for this common ground to take place? The individual work needs to be done. Because I can tell you right this, like, Oh, nothing outside of you can make you do anything unless you want to do it. So I'm going to give you an example, right? Let's just say, for mm-hmm. instance, like you have a man and a woman that's in a relationship, right? And the mm-hmm. man doesn't know how to express himself. It's really not the woman's fault for that, okay? Because at the end of the day, Joe has to find it somewhere in himself because maybe he, went, he was a part of a family that didn't allow him to express himself. So he's not safe mm-hmm. and comfortable with doing that. But it's up to Joe to work on himself to be able to do that because uh, Anna Mae could be doing everything in her power, but now what happens is Anna Mae has to watch herself because she could be feeding her traumas by, you know, uh, the people pleasing and playing the hero because you can't save nobody, okay? That part. People can only save themselves. So it's almost like Joe has to basically come to a place for himself where it's like you got in this relationship. Y'all having sex or doing all this. If you can open up like that, then, Joe, you're going to have to, like, if you trust this woman to do those things, you should be able to at least express how you feel to your woman. And if you can't, let's just say you can't do that to your woman, if you can't express yourself and uh, bear your emotional self to her, then that's not the person for you, vice versa. You know, if you have a man in your life where he shuts you down and you can't emotionally be 
who you're meant to be, then that person is not for you. And if you continue to stay into that, that means that obviously there's some lessons that you have to go through to, to, to show yourself that you need to love yourself more. And then when you love yourself more and you tap into that frequency of self-love and working on you and doing a shadow work, you're going to automatically send out a frequency into the universe to manifest your perfect partner. But in order to find your perfect mm-hmm. partner, you have to be that for yourself. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. I know that's that sounds cheesy, question. but... <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's not. It's not. I think, I think a person has to be ready to receive it. But that goes into my next question, because you said earlier that, you know, men can love from an emotional and logic place. Is it, do you think it's easy for a man to tap into his emotions when he's trying to process or go through a situation in his life or grow through? I'm sorry. All right. So this is the thing about a man. A man's strength is in his emotional stability. So a man should be able to use his logic, right, to control his emotions, but don't ignore them. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like if a man's emotionally and mentally stable, he can process his emotions and not act on them and know how to yes. delegate a situation and bring about a positive outcome by using his, using his logic, but also allowing his emotions to help him see the full picture. Because if a man doesn't know how to stabilize his emotions, he's going to miss out on the bigger picture. Now, with women, mm. it's almost like, okay, women are more intuitive, nurturing beings emotionally by nature. So, Sometimes their mind is all over the place. And if a woman has healthy logic and healthy emotion, she can be able to govern her own emotions and logic. But when you're in a relationship with each other, y'all should be able to be each other's polarity at any given time because that's the synergy of a relationship. So sometimes, let's just say, for instance, like I'll give you an example. Like Let's say I'm in a relationship with somebody and my girl's like, you know, I ordered this couch today, hon. And I just don't like the way they put it. I'm just going to send it back to get on my fucking nerves. I'm like, yo, babe, hold on. Before we just go on a tangent, let's just try to rearrange. Because imagine if we're both mad. Who's going to be the logic one to see the bigger picture to resolve the problem? So, like, let me just give another example real quick, just to back up what I'm saying. Let's say my girl is mad about the fact that they put the couch in the living room wrong. And I'm like, yeah, fuck them to them dumb motherfuckers, blah, blah, blah. Now, where is that getting us, right? Now, I didn't right. hop into my negative emotional state. I'm supposed to be the one to be like, okay, yo, babe, hold on. Before you get angry, let's just think about this. Let's look at the room for a minute. Let's see how we can make this work. And the man's supposed to be that, um, it's, it's supposed to be that structure to prevent her from just going all because the way that women emotions work, it, it could be like, it, it's broad and vast. And then the, right. the, 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 the prowess of a man is to take that structure and to make her feel comfortable in that structure to where she's not emotionally unstable. But a woman can't get that emotional stability from an uh, emotionally unstable man and a mentally unstable man. Because oh. I feel like a man's job is to be mentally and emotionally stable and spiritually grounded because his job is to deal with the fire. A woman's job is oh. to nurture and multiply whatever the man does. So there is a synergy there. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, yeah. There is a role that we have to play, but it, doesn't necessarily have to mean that you always have to do that. Sometimes you might have to be the emotional. Maybe you might be upset because your friend fucking burned you about something. Imagine having a woman talking about, oh, well, you deserved it. That's not good. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, unless you really deserve it, it's like, all right, let me give you an example. Like, let's say my girl is like, yo, Chris, I don't trust this dude. You shouldn't invest with him. And I'm like, 
mm-hmm. oh man, in my feelings, oh you know, nah man, I trust him, I trust him, I trust him. I invest in this dude. This nigga burned me for my money. You feel me? Now my girl's like, yeah, mm-hmm. man, I told you, blah 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 blah. Now, in this case, she'll be right because she obviously saw something I didn't, and she was trying to help me out of love because she cares about me. But because I just want to be egotistical and miss out on the bigger picture because I'm lacking emotional stability, I go make the mistake. Is she wrong? No, she's not wrong. But let me flip the script for a second. Let's just say, for instance, we get into a situation where, like, my girl is, like, head over heels about these people. And I'm like, yo, well, babe, like, before we get head over heels, let's get the – let's see what these people are about before we do it. Oh, no, trust me, they're good. But – it, my logic's like, yo, I don't know. I need to get to know these people better. So without mm-hmm. even getting the end result to, like, she basically just the conclusion to say, oh, well, you're dumb because you're not listening to me. Like, that's toxic like, because mm-hmm. the fact that she said that you were stupid for not doing what she says without actually taking the time to analyze and look at what she's talking about because sometimes when it comes to women, they let their emotions blind them. And sometimes they could be mm-hmm. emotionally caught up in something and miss the danger. Now, let's say a yeah. logical man who's stable sees, like, nah, this shit ain't right. For the woman to call that man dumb is not cool because it's like you're, you're kind of being selfish. But that can go either way, though. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, again, you, it's mm-hmm. all about the depth of yourself, the, the stability within yourself, and just being humble and just knowing when to give and when to let go. Knowing that my partner, yes. okay, my partner is great at being this. I'm going to let her take the wheel. Yes. You know what? My wife is not the best at managing certain things, so let me just take her. I'm not even going to tell her about it. I see my woman's weaknesses. I'm going to just go ahead and just handle it because I know that she needs me to be there for her. So it's, it's one of the things mm-hmm. where, it's, it's, again, it goes back to the individual and being emotional because yes. it requires both parties to be that. It's just that one yes. is the expert at, the, at one, the other one, and they have to know how to utilize those things. But the worst, yes. the worst kind of person is a, a mental, emotionally unstable, and not grounded in some spirituality. And when they're that vulnerable, you become vulnerable to different energies. You become vulnerable to people's emotions. It's crazy. So, it, again, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it's a give and take of just the depth within yourself and how well you are with who you are. Mm, thank you. So well you know thank you for helping me that. Yeah, thank you for helping me to understand that. Um, Alchemist, this was a great session. Like, I'm really going to listen back to this because you're helping me to – I understand. I know all men are not the same, but you're helping to give me an insight because, like, I didn't have a dad growing up. And people used to get frustrated with me. Like, everyone has a dad. I didn't have an active active father in the household. My father, honestly – my, yeah, mm-hmm. my father honestly was a sperm donor because all I know is the name. I don't know what he looks like. I don't know. I don't have any memories of him. All I know <laughs> is that he's, you know, planted some semen onto my mom's egg and I was developed. And I didn't really have a close relationship with my, uh, you know, my uncles in my family. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, thank you. Thank you so much. So my last question for you is, what has this session yeah. helped you realize about yourself tonight? Any epiphanies you've gotten? What this session has reminded me how, how far I've come as a person and how much I've mm-hmm. grown into the person I am today because 10, 20, 10, 15 years ago, this would have been a totally different conversation. I'd be misogynistic. Yes. I'd be pointing the fingers. 
I'll be blaming it on gender. I'll be just all toxic because, well, I'm not going to say I was always toxic, but when you allow we your all were. to help we you all grow, were. we yeah, all we had all were toxic levels of toxicity. Yes. You yes. know what I'm saying? So I did have them. Even though I was still always a genuine person, I still had mm-hmm. toxic ways about myself that one of my toxic ways, I, just, I, I used to get angry as fuck. Like I, I would like, I would just, I was emotionally unstable when it came to my anger. Mm. I, I I didn't even, it wasn't that I had trust issues. I just used to let people piss me off. I used to let motherfuckers push my buttons. They just knew, like, all right, I know how to piss Chris off today. I know exactly what button to push. But now that I'm at my age that I'm at today with the wisdom, motherfuckers push them buttons and they'd be like, damn, this motherfucker didn't react. You mm. know, so this, this session helped me understand how much I've grown as a person and how much more growing I still have to do. You see what I'm saying? And it's, and, right. and the growing that I still have to do is continuing to work on the parts of myself that get triggered from certain things that comes with relationships. And, like, at one time, I never trusted women because, you know, I ain't going to be too transparent about that. But you could say that I, I was raised by a bunch of toxic alpha females. So, okay. and a lot of them weren't in stable relationships. So yeah. watching what they did made me think that every woman is a cheater. Every woman is a dog. Every woman ain't shit because I got treated mm-hmm. like shit because I, I didn't have no father figure. In my Right now, even in my family till today, I'm the only man figure in my family right now because I'm the only one stepping up and showing up. You know, and now yes. like the, the toxic women that I had to grow up with, they don't even know how to behave around me because it's like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? They don't know how to accept me now. So it's almost like they shun mm. me and they just reject me because they don't even know how to accept me because they never had they never they never had their fathers. Like my grandma's dad passed away when she was nine. My mom's mm. dad was a sperm donor. A lot of their dads, yes. you know, were the same thing. They were here, they were not there. But that yo, a man is very much needed. Just as much as a woman, mm-hmm. but the, 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 the father is the foundation and the structure. He's the one that is supposed to do the healthy discipline. He's the one that's supposed to lead the way, be the example, help build the village. And the woman's job is to nurture and help that shit grow and multiply. It's a natural. Like, yeah. for instance, like, look how Mother Nature and Father Time operate. Father Time creates the structure for Mother Nature to do her thing. What's the structure? Earth mm. is the structure that Father Time created for Mother Earth to create the water, the flowers, the humans, the everything that operates in synergy. And guess what? It's not even in a natural order, but it is a natural order. That's the paradox. It's a natural order, yes. but it's not a natural order. Yes. You see what I'm saying? And that's the, if you yes. allow, man, listen, if you allow nature to teach you, you will literally have the blueprint on how you should be behaving. Father time creates the structure. Mother nature provides the atmosphere. And that is the mm. same way that a man and a woman should operate. Like, for instance, like, I'm not knocking people at all. Like, I, people have free will. But what I'm saying is this. This planet was designed for procreation. That's why we have men and that's why we have women. There's other planets that have other rules. But this planet particularly, there's a reason why there's a man and there's a woman or why there's masculine and feminine energy. Even, even if, like, you were into the same sex, there's still roles that's played. There's still a masculine yeah. role and there's still a feminine role. We can never, no matter how physically, how much physically we want to change ourselves, that's fine. But when it boils down to it, when it comes to this planet, there's a law of gender, which is masculine and feminine energy, 
positive and negative energy, and they all coexist. No matter what the – I mean, like, it, it, it's so deep that it's like I don't even judge people, yo, in the sense of mm-hmm. when how people choose to live their life, I'm not judging them. Because you know what I wrote? You know what life taught me? That life is really mm-hmm. that vari- – life is really a variable. It's fixed, and then it's, the, yeah. it's a – like, life is literally a living paradox of variables and fixed, yes. and fixed things that are fixed. And those fixed things is the masculine energy. That variable is the feminine energy. So you have to know mm-hmm. how to balance those energies. And if you can balance those energies in yourself, you will be the perfect partner not only for yourself but for other people. And, and, and it's like a, and it's a revolving, yeah. ever-growing energy and synergy, you know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 a, it's like almost like living your life in the moment and letting it just teach you. Like, you know, and just like yeah. showing up. And just being the example yes. you want to see in the world. You have to embody it. That's why yes. I do my best to treat women right. You know, I don't entertain toxic stuff. I teach people how to enforce their boundaries. As much as I can sit here and say my mom's toxic, I still work on me and my mom's relationship because I understand how important it is, not for me, but for my daughter's future. My job is to fix mm-hmm. all the generational curses so my daughter gets a clean sleep. So that way she can just come yes. in and handle her karma. Not the generational yes. karma on top of her karma. That's what fucks us up. Say that again. And people can believe whatever they Say want. Say that again. Listen. Say that again. Listen. <laughs> I fix you, the people. generational karma, so my daughter just has to deal with her karma and that generational karma. I'm the sacrificial yes. lamb. I don't, like, believe it or not, with everything that I've done and accomplished, if I don't even make it to how people think I should, I'm still accomplished because guess what? My daughter has to clean sleep. I'm willing to be that sacrificial lamb. Listen, I done took bullets that weren't even meant for me. You know what I'm saying? I I I, I could have lost. I, honestly, I don't even know how I'm still alive. You feel me? I went through my shit. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, like, when you choose to be that general, that generational breaker, it comes at a price. People will, like, people will literally shun you, humiliate you. They would, it, it, like, it, like, that's why it's hard for people because, it's 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 the adversity that comes with being a generational breaker. And we, mm. unfortunately, I'm telling you what, if you stick it through, the blessings, that, listen, my life, I can't even explain how my life is at a point where now I don't need anything and I don't have to ask for nothing. It all comes on time because I continue to do the work. Yes. As much as my mom gets on my nerves and as much as my mom still has a lot of work to do herself, I still love my mom and I show her through love and example. Like, you know, there's so many things I can give you, but what I tell people, like, if you really want people to change, don't change them. You be the change you want to see in the world. Watch what happens. It's like a narcissist, right? Yes. Dealing with narcissists for a second, right? You know how you get a narcissist to change? You challenge their fucking authority. You don't tell a narcissist they're Mm -hmm. a narcissist. You challenge their authority and watch what happens when you do that. Oh, you want to give an example? Let's just say, for instance, you have a narcissist uh, manager, and you're like, trying to talk to this man and say, hey, look, man, look, I'm trying to let you know, like, yo, so-and-so is just not doing what they got to do, man, I've been trying to do this and that. That narcissist person may ignore you because they don't mean shit. But if you said to that narcissist, mm-hmm. hey, man, are you the boss or what? Because right now you're not looking like a boss. You're looking like real, <laughs> like, you're, like, you're just a pacifier. You know what I'm saying? You're just a simp. You just let him up and just walk all over you. And watch that narcissist get up and go <laughs> and enforce yes. their authority. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I hope that makes yeah, sense. Sometimes, but I'm just speaking from the heart. No, no, it experience. does. It does. It does. Because sometimes you do have to play 
you know, like you have to play devil's advocate with them. You have to like really challenge them. You can't explain yourself to someone who doesn't see what's wrong with them. And I'm glad that you said like the no. only, only person you really can change is yourself. You know what I'm saying? You can't change That's a person. Not, that was my whole you can't point. sit around and hope. Right. Yeah, you can't sit around and hope for someone to change. You can only change yourself because a lot of the things I'm learning that I don't like about other people, it's stuff inside of me that I don't like about myself. Like how you said right. earlier, what having you know, toxic females. Yeah, like you said, having toxic females in your family, it made you view other women like that. A lot of us have a view of our family and, and we project it onto everyone like else. And you, ha- yes, yes, and you, you have, you have to be, um, you have to be very honest with yourself. You have to peel back layers. You Amen. have to sit with yourself. That's, That's why they say that you have to love yourself because if you don't love yourself, someone's going to come along and change you, and you don't say you're really going to do it because you don't know who you are. You really have to um, sit with self and understand what your worth is. And if a person is not giving you that no more, you are allowed to walk away from the table with no explanation because you really don't owe anyone anything. Alchemist, thank you so Can much I... for this interview. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I just mm-hmm. wanted to say one more thing too. If if you if you spend all your energy around other people and dabbling in so many different emotions, how do you know your own self? How do you know your own thoughts, mm-hmm. your own emotions, your own feelings? And if you don't yes. spend time with yourself, you're always gonna be living up to everybody else's expectations. Yeah. Because you don't you you'll yep. never it's 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 deep, you know, but anyway, like I said it's before, deep, yes. you know, I <laughs> I'm the change that I want to be in the world. That's all I can be is that. Be the example yes, I want to be, like I want to see in the world. You are definitely doing it. You are definitely doing it. And you're, you're dropping your seeds on this platform for the listeners. Thank you so much for even painting examples, too, because sometimes we always come at it from, like, you need to do this without even giving a picture of what it looks like. So thank you for that. So we got two more segments. No problem. Um, we, got mm-hmm. the, we got the Stimulate Your Mind and the Let Your Light Shine segment. So the Stimulate Your Mind. I got, I got a whole, I got a list of questions. I'm just going to tell you to pick a number between mm-hmm. one and such and such, and you'll go first answer, and then I'll answer. So let me go to the list because okay. I didn't add it a lot. So pick a number between one and fifty-eight. <laughs> I'm going with, I'm going with uh, seven. Seven, okay. Mhm. Oh, okay. I just did this one today at the. Uh, at the, the pop-up shop I was at. So the question is, why do we view positivity through a negative lens? Like, have you ever seen someone say, like, oh, this person's just too happy all the time? Like, calm it down? That That's because they they are not happy with themselves within, and it obviously triggers them. It goes back to self. Like, first yeah. of all, if let me just let me just, like, put myself in this lens for a second, right? If mm-hmm. I'm miserable... It don't matter how happy Joe is. I'm going to look at him like, man, what the fuck is so happy about that motherfucker? Like, what must be so good? But what if Joe is naturally just happily grateful, gratitude person just living his life in his, life in his own likeness? Like, why why yes. does that have to be a negative thing for me? And I would, I would actually ask myself some serious questions like, why do you feel that way about somebody that's truly positive? Like, you know, like, do you think that's healthy? Like, maybe do you have some underlying traumas? That's why it's triggering you because somebody else is happy. Are you not happy? What are you not happy about? Nobody, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would challenge myself, like, because there's no way you can, should have a negative thought about somebody that's genuinely positively being them. It's, it's something about you. 
and you're just not happy within, and then I'll be asking myself those hard questions, for real, for real. Yes. And I'll be facing yes. my demons that day. <laughs> oh, them uncomfortable questions. I love it. I definitely agree with you. I really feel like we, if you can't identify with that that um happiness, you feel like it's impossible to reach. So you feel like other people are faking it around you. Like I'll even take it a step further. Um, for me, mm-hmm. like I'm a, I'm a kind of switch it. I used to um I used to like really like really emotionally numb. Like I didn't feel emotions but anger because I was such a defensive kid. So when someone passed, it took a minute for me to cry about it. I couldn't cry in my eyes on cue. I felt like when somebody cried, I'm like, oh, you know, they're the best actress. They're the best actor. But this person is really feeling I minimize a lot but of tragedy. Really but not for yeah. nothing. Wait, wait, wait. No, hold, 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 hold. wait, wait, no, wait, wait no. I'm, I'm sorry, because I got to finish, too. I got to finish. Just let me get it out. So, like, you know, um, a lot of us, you know, because I felt like that, I viewed that it was hard to identify with it. You get what I'm saying? I had to learn mm-hmm. to start asking those uncomfortable questions, start really allowing myself to peel back layers and just allow myself to feel and, like you said, have those gratitude moments, you know what I'm saying? And I started to mm-hmm. look at life from a half-full perspective. I started to, instead of comparing myself to people who had more than me, I started to compare myself to people who had less than me so that I could be grateful because if you feel, if your if your life if your lens is always filtered through negative, you will miss all of the beautiful opportunities around you. You will feel like a caterpillar. I'm sorry, you will yeah, you will feel like a caterpillar in a cocoon that may never transform. You just feel like you're suffocated in darkness. You know what I'm saying? You don't because you don't trust the unknown. You're scared to go through the changes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like growth transformation, going from negative to positive is like the the, uh, catalyst, the caterpillar process to, you know, say transforming mm-hmm. into a butterfly, something really beautiful. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like, you know, that's my take on it. What was you about to say? Yeah, honestly, I forgot what I was about to say, and it's all good. Um, <laughs> no, but it's okay. Yeah. At the end of the, not, no, it's all good. Cause sometimes, like, I'm wondering if people, if, if, I, if I don't get it off, I'm trying to lose it. <laughs> but it's okay, yeah. because it's no, the end okay. of the day. Yeah. You know, it's 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 all a matter about checking yourself because mm. some oh I know what I was about to say at funerals some mm. people do be fake and I'm gonna tell you all right so there all right so I okay. actually been to a few funerals where I know that people really didn't genuinely give a fuck about this person and they were trying crocodile tears <laughs> and there's nothing wrong right. with suppressing your emotions at funerals because I never really cried at a funeral I remember when my great grandfather mm. passed away when I was uh, eighteen. Um, and I didn't, it didn't hit me until after we buried him. And I was like, damn, right. my great, that was the only man role model I had in my life that was actual, that dude was a man. Like, not a man like, oh, my God, a society's man, but he he stepped into his role, and he played it how he was supposed to. You know, and, yeah, yeah he was, you know, there was things that happened to him, you know, it was sad, but he was still a great man. He was a very good example, but when he passed away, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't cry, I was, you know, and, and a lot of people are at his funeral, and I look at these motherfuckers like, man, y'all fake as fuck. Because what I'm saying is mm. when you're in tune, when you know how to use your intuition, you can see the unseen. So I'll give you an example. Right. Like, fake people, you will know a fake motherfucker. Like, you will know motherfuckers is up to shit if you're in tune with yourself. But if you're not in tune with right. yourself yeah. and you're judgmental, you can just say that about anybody. So it, right. it's a thing no, no, between that, yeah. really knowing yourself. You know what I mean? So, like, sometimes mm-hmm. you could. But I was just saying this. 
Sometimes you might be yeah. right about some people. Them shits is crocodile pills. <laughs> but if you have the, if you, yeah. Now go ahead. Oh, no, okay. I was gonna say if you yeah, have you're the right. No, you're, uh-huh. I'm not, I was I was gonna say real quick. You're right, but I feel like some people that really was feeling, I still minimized it. It just it just showed that there was something Understood. wrong with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I had Understood. to work In on that case, so yeah. I could feel. Yeah. Yep, but we got Amen. seven minutes and left, and I, I want you to have okay. um I want you to have a little bit okay. of time for the let your light shine because this thing is time. So the let your light shine okay, no segment worries. this is that this is a platform for you to either if you want to perform something, if you want to give um like you know shout out your brand and tell people about it, or if you want to also um I'm trying to think. you know like like just like just let people know what you do or if you have any announcements. So I'm gonna sit back and let you let your light shine. All right, well, I appreciate that. Um, honestly, what I would like to say is that I um, I just started making music this year. As you know, Angel, I, I kind of started at the open mic. I've always been a songwriter. I've always kind of been dabbling back and forth. But uh, I, I have my music as the alchemist, um, A-L-K-E-M-I-Z-T. You can follow that on Instagram. It's private, but I will accept if it's a legit page. Um, I also <laughs> just started my record label at the end of this year, so I'm signed to myself under my own label. I get 100% of my royalties um, through my distributor. Um, I'm actually looking to, distri- to have a distribution deal, but it, it has to be right. Um, I also have a gemstone company um, that I design and all my gemstone jewelry, so I'm a do-it-yourself entrepreneur. I build my own website. I create my own album covers. I song, I write all my songs. I just don't make my beats and I don't record myself. But um, I basically built my website, took my photos myself, designed all my products myself. I'm kind of in the middle of a rebrand because of trademarking issues, but I was able to find a name that didn't have any trademark issues. So I'm working on that. I'm actually working on a new album that's going to be coming out first quarter of next year. Um, and I'm just continuing to just move in the likeness of my purpose. It's not my dream. It was never my dream to really do music or nothing like that, but it, it, I feel like it's my purpose to do it. It's my purpose to share my yeah. spiritual gifts with the world, to raise the collective vibration, and I'm willing to do that at any cost. Like, you know, you will not hear yeah. about me selling my soul. You will not hear me about me doing anything other than what I was here to do, and that's to share my spiritual gifts with the world, you know, and I appreciate you know, you allowing me to be on your platform to share my experiences with you. And I'm very humbled and very grateful um, to be able to be here. And I really appreciate you. And, you know, I'm just just like, I'm a human too, trying to figure out my life a day at a time. But it's about how I treat myself and others and being the example I want to be. I'm being the example I want to see in the world, you know, connecting with people like on deep levels, you know, and I really appreciate you. I appreciate you too, King. Thank you so much for being transparent. I'm gonna have the um ready, I'm gonna have the finished audio to you in a couple of hours and I'll start sharing it and also doing a highlight from this. But you made it hard, but I'm gonna do it. You might have a couple highlights, I'm just saying, because <laughs> you dropped some heavy gems. But I, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Y'all you. listen back to this. No problem. Y'all listen back to this the way we love. Um, you know, and just like really start being honest with yourself. You know, it starts with self love. It Stop starts with you. And with that being said, yeah. and with that being said, we are out. Ouch. <laughs> All right.